Whoops. Size beard tonight, so I think I think we. Some, I know it's a hot day outside and everyone's feeling a bit gross, but I want some energy in this room. So I'm gonna say, "Good evening, church." You give me a nice little woo. So, good evening, church. There we go. That's the energy we love to see. Aliyah, how are you today? I am feeling really good. The church always is great at keeping it's us best very cool. Amen. So it doesn't matter even if it's hot outside. Because it's be cold in the church. Although it's always warm inside the church because you have the fire from the Messiah, oh, well, sure, okay. in the building. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of fire and messages and so, so on and so forth, next week we have Mark Serfontaine. That's how you say his name, yeah? He is coming next week to the PM service. It's going to be insane. He's going to have a nice little back and forth conversation with Jason. There will be childcare available for the PM service, so we'd love for you to try and double dip on Sunday or even just come to the PM. It's going to be amazing. It will bless you. I promise you that. And something exciting. We will be having the Dream Team Party. Woo! And it will be on the 29th of November. We really encourage everybody to RSVP, so there's a link that you can click on just to book your seat. And we would really like everybody to try dress up. You dress up in a Mexican fiesta yeah, kind of Mexican vibe. Mexican fiesta, the green, I'm red, and I guess yellow. Yeah, yeah. And if you have some spare money, we can buy Tyrone a fake mustache because, you know, he can't grow one, <laughs> so it might help him out a little bit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So we thought we'd have a little bit of fun with you, Speak, yes. seeing as this topic of this series is mind games. Mm -hmm. We thought we'd ask you some mind-melting true or false questions. Now, everyone can get involved in this. Worship team too, please yes, get involved. Everybody, everybody. If you think our option is true, I want you to point to my left, my, my right. Left. It's your left. My left, your right. <laughs> and if you think what, what we're saying is false, point to your left, my right. Yes. Makes sense. So let's practice it. Um, Owen Naidu looks very excited to be here today. If you think it's true, point left. I think it's false point right. <laughs> I'd like everyone to, <laughs> there we go. Look at it, look how happy he is. What, a, what an amazing lad. Thank you, Owen, I love you. Okay, My so we're gonna try this out. 
if you believe this is true, the toy Barbie's full name is Barbara Margaret Roberts. If Ooh. you think this is true. If you think it's true, point to, oh no. Point to the <laughs> left. If you think it's false, point, point to, to the, the right. right. There we go. I know my, no, okay. you're, you're. <laughs> that way is true. <laughs> that way is false. <laughs> okay. Eh? Which way was true? Which one <laughs> that was way, false? That way is true. That way is false. Um, so what are the options? Mm, it is false. False? Yes. Really? Is her name just Barbie? No, her name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. Millicent. Yes. Ooh, that's, Ooh, a, that's, a that's a fancy name. <laughs> <laughs> the word swims upside down still spells swims. True or false? So if you take the word and you flip it upside down, does it still spell swims? That's a tongue. You can't say that one ten times for half yet. <laughs> I can't speak that sentence. All right. And it is true. Well done. Yes, to those of you who have said yes, true, yes. it is true. That's a cool little fact. I didn't know that until I read this cool thing I came up with all by myself. Definitely take it off of Google. Okay. And then another one. The Cookie Monster's real name is Sid. Sid. True or false? No, isn't Sid the sauce from Ice Age? <laughs> that little... What does he say? The last dandelion. <laughs> true or false? And it is true. true. His name yeah. is actually Sid. That's yeah, kind of cool. I didn't know that. And the last one, the very last yes, one. Yes, the last one. Um, I'm looking at people specifically for this one. It's a, it's a real thinky one. Okay. Um, Russia has a, no, no, said wrong. Pluto has the largest surface area than the country of Russia. So the the dwarf. Ex-planet Pluto has a larger surface area than the country of Russia. I don't even know what this one is. Really? Ooh. <laughs> so, Carol, what do you say? You say it's false. <laughs> and, <laughs> teach, and teacher Carol wins. It is yeah. false. <laughs> Russia is bigger than Pluto. That's such a crazy thought. That's so mind-melting. Yeah. yeah. I, think it's I learned cool. something new today. Same. Yes. Church, we really want to encourage you guys to stand with us and just um, get into worship with us. And I really want to encourage you to just let the words that the worship team sends just, yeah, bless you. Cool. Miracles when you move, such an easy thing for you to do. And your head is moving right now. You are still showing up at the tomb of every Lazarus. And your voice is calling me out. And right now, I know you're able. a battle no you never lost a battle and I know I know you never will everything's possible 
impossible by the power of the Holy Ghost. A new wind is blowing right now, breaking my heart of stone, taking over like it's Jericho. I know 
everyone sing this with me tonight. They say this mountain can't be moved. They say these chains will never break. But they don't know you like we do. There is power in your name. We've heard that there is no way through. We've heard the tide will never change. They haven't seen what you can do. Cause there is power in your name. So much power in your name. Move the immovable, break the unbreakable. God, we believe, God, we believe for it. From the impossible, we'll see a miracle. God, we believe, God, we believe for it. Oh, yes, we do. Come on, sing, we know. We know that hope is never lost. Trust in you, God, you have the final say, final say. Move the immovable, break the unbreakable. God, we believe, come on. God, we believe for it. From the impossible, we'll see a miracle. Yes, we will. We'll see a miracle, God, we believe. 
Come on, these words that we're singing tonight are truth. Do you believe it? Come on, if He said it, it is done. There's nothing that we need to fear. There's nothing that we need to doubt. He's true. He's faithful. No matter what it looks like, we believe that tonight. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Because the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. Oh, my God will never fail. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Come on, there's power. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. And every war he wages, he will backing down from any giant cause I know how this story is yes I know yes I know how this story is I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you Lord take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good you turn it for good it's good you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good you turn it for good oh you take you take it all you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good you turn it come on you sing you take you take it all you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good you turn it for good oh jesus you do you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it Victory for the battle. 
victory. I'm going to see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. Church, I've been so encouraged by the songs that we've just been going through. We believe for it. We are going to see a victory and that's the God that we serve. That's the powerful, consistent God that we serve. Things have not been consistent. Things have been different, but our God is powerful. Our God is our hope and that he's one person that we can hold on to because he is the same today, tomorrow, and forever. And I really want to encourage you, church, that that is our God. That's the God that we serve. That is our Father. Thank you so much that you are Father. Thank you, God, that you are powerful, God, and that we can hold on to you. And you can be the only consistent thing in our lives, God, because you don't change, God. And thank you so much for loving us, God. Thank you so much for giving your life up on the cross, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Church, you may take your seats. Church, you can prepare yourselves with tithes and offerings. The containers will be coming around in the rows. Um, and you can turn your eyes to the screen while my great friend, Risa, is going to be coming up for part two of Mind Games. Welcome back. I'm just, I just need to make sure I'm standing in the right spot. Otherwise, Ryan's going to, yeah, Ryan's going to. <laughs> so welcome back to part two of the series that we started last week called Mind Games. Change your thinking, change your life. And it's actually based on a, um, on a book that Craig Rochelle wrote called Winning the War in Your Mind. And so tonight, the title of my message is Win Back Your Mind. We are going to figure out ways, practical ways, to win back the war in our mind. And so last week, Tyrone and Sue preached an incredible message on how the life we live is a reflection of the thoughts that we think. And how the battle for your life is either won or lost in the mind. And so we can either, our thoughts can either lead us into a place of victory, or it can lead us into a place full of mess and messy thoughts and negative thoughts. And so I love the practical tips that were shared last week about how we are to identify the biggest strongholds, the biggest lies that the enemy has been polluting our mind with and replacing it with God's 
truth. And so I'd like to share a verse with you that I believe is probably a key verse uh, in the series that we're doing for the next few weeks as a church. And it's found in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2, and it reads as follows. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Let God transform you, not let your parents transform you, not let your friends transform you, not let the enemy transform you. It says, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. God wants to renew our minds. And so I'd like to pray before I get any further into my message. Dear Lord Jesus, I just thank you for the message that you have prepared today. May the words that I speak um, not be my own words, but yours, God. And whatever you want to communicate this evening, it will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And so this week, I have the privilege of sharing part two of the series of how we can put the practical tips that were shared last week into place so that our brains may begin to may be rewired, and so that our minds may be transformed and renewed. So do you guys ever find yourselves living in an oxymoron world where we are constantly contradicting ourselves by the, way, by the things we say or do? It's crazy how we can say and do a certain thing, and we, we say things, and we we're doing the complete opposite. And so I'm going to give you a few funny, contradicting statements that I came across that I think we can all relate to. So the first one is, of course I can, see, I, of course I can keep secrets. It's the people I tell that can't keep them. <laughs> I mean, um, I hate people, but I love gatherings. How? How does that even make sense? We must believe in free will. We have no choice. <laughs> Guys, I can resist everything. I can resist absolutely everything but temptation. I cannot resist temptation. I'll give you a definite maybe. How many of us like doing that when we put on the spot and someone asks us about going somewhere and it's like, yo, I don't want to say yes because I might not rock up and I might be flaky and I don't want to say no because, you know, this might just disappoint them. So I, I'm just going to say, I'll give you a definite maybe. Like, I probably might rock up. Okay, this is one that we've all heard growing up. Our parents have probably said this to us so many times and perhaps someone that's um, looked after us. If you break and fall, if you break your legs, don't come running to me. How am I supposed to run, yet alone walk, if my legs are broken? We've all heard that. I'm, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. And they say it with such a stern voice. But it's like, how am I supposed to run to you if my legs are broken? Oh, this is a good one. And I know that I, <laughs> I say this a lot. I paid too much for it, but it's worth it. How many of us like to justify unnecessary um, shopping items that we buy? It's like, oh, no, but like, you know what? It's worth it. Like, I paid a lot for it, but it's going to be worth it. How many of us have found ourselves um, becoming pros at online shopping because of this pandemic? Like, guys, I think my family and friends can attest to this. I think I've become the queen of online shopping and finding good deals. Like, I will always hunt down a good deal. I will never pay full price for anything. 
God helps me find good deals. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> okay, this is one that I find myself doing a lot. And I don't know if you can relate, but we trust God with something. It's like, God, I'm gonna give this to you. Like, I believe that, like, you know, you will, I'll see, like, I'll see breakthrough in this. And then a couple of seconds later, we're constantly worrying about what we just prayed for, what we just asked God for guidance for. And I think so often, we can actually be our worst enemy because of the thoughts that we think and believe. And whether we admit it or not, we are actually in a war in our minds, and we can't win a battle that we are not willing to admit we're in in the first place. And I think the problem isn't that we struggle with these thoughts. The problem is when we refuse to actually acknowledge it. It's like, wow, I actually struggle with the thoughts that I think I actually, I'm constantly thinking negative thoughts. Like, and that's the problem. Our, when, we don't, when we refuse to acknowledge our thought patterns, that's actually the problem. And I love what Paul says in 2 Corinthians um, chapter 10 and from verse 3, it reads as follows. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world. On the contrary, they have, to, they have the divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. We take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. And the definition of stronghold is actually a wrong pattern of thinking. And it's where the wires in our brains are crossed. And the weapon we use is so powerful. The only weapon that we should be using when we are battling with the war in our mind is God's word, God's ultimate truth. And so I'd like to share um, just a short brief story of how I, for so many years, I believed the lies of the enemy. I, I believed it so much so that it changed the way I did things. And so growing up, you always hear people say things about you, and then you hear the thoughts being repeated constantly. And so growing up in primary school, I always got called a failure. Like, you'll never amount to anything. Like, you just keep on going the way you are because that's where your life is going to end up. And so I was like, cool. So if my teacher says I'm a failure, if my pupil, like if the people that I go to school, if my peers say that I'm a failure, then surely I am a failure. Surely I should walk in being, like, I should walk confidently being a failure. And so I found myself doing, honestly, the dumbest things ever. Like, and, I, and to this day, I regret it. But like, it's like, okay, cool. So I'm going to show you what a failure does. And so when we, um, when, when we uh, got a bit older, we were allowed to walk home. But before that, we were in a transport. So we were walk I was walking home with friends, and I was like, ah, oh, you know what, guys, like, and well, with a group of, like, uh, the group of friends were like, oh, you know, I wasn't in the right group of friends. Let me just admit that. And so we'd find ourselves, like, um, picking up guys. It's so embarrassing even saying this. It's so embarrassing. But it's the way I did things because of the things that were said to me. And uh, we would pick up stompies. Who knows what stompies are? And so we, would, we, we thought we were cool. I mean, like, everyone said that we're going fa to be like a failure. We'll never amount to anything like so let's just do it. Let's do what people do. Let's start smoking on our way home. Let's start doing stupid things. Let's start, yo, guys. <laughs> I, I, okay, I, and this is not to justify what I did, but I really didn't have the best teacher in grade six, and the things that he said to me really stuck with me. It's like, oh, Racer, what can you do? What are you good at? 
And so, like, and so these things stuck with me, and it's like, okay, cool. Okay, so you're going to constantly be rude to me. You're going to constantly say these things to me. So I'm going to, I'm going to <laughs> pick a finger, sir. But I didn't even say pick a finger. I actually said that. I said those things to him because it's like, so if you're going to say this to me, I might as well say what you're thinking. And, you know, like, something, sir. Like, and, and, <laughs> I clearly forgot who I live with, and I clearly forgot the mother that raised me. And so I, and I, and I honestly walked confidently in being a bully, and like, and I literally, so growing up in school, I, I was bullied, like people said things to me, and, and I was like, okay, cool, so if I can't say this, like, well, I mean, I figured out how to say these things back to these kids, and so I was like, you know what, let me just change things, let me become the bully, let me bully kids, like, let me say nasty things to kids, because if that is being said to me, why can't I say it to other people, why can't I, my teacher, because he's being rude to me, like, surely it's normal, like, I should just walk in what people say that I am, and so I became the bully, like, my sister can, can, like she can agree to this like I became the bully and it's actually funny our neighbor now is someone that I used to bully in our transport I used to bully him and I used to say nasty things I guys I was your your there's just so much that so much was said to me that I actually started walking what was said to me and that's where the wires in my brain got crossed because that's not who God said I was, like the things that people said, like they said it to hurt me and I took it. I walked with all those names like a badge and walked confidently in who people said that I was and not who God said I was. And so I like obviously preparing for this message, I asked myself like, why does every thought matter? And, and, and it's something that I like, maybe you guys ask yourselves this, like, but like, why should I think about everything that I think about. Like, surely that's unnecessary. It takes a lot of time. And, and it's something that Sue said, like, we should actually take thought audits. Like, we should actually think about the things that we say. And Craig Rochelle said this statement so well, that our lives are always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And let me repeat that again. Our lives are always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. And we can't live a life-giving life if our thought patterns are constantly negative. Like it's just, the two don't mix. It's oil and water. It will never agree with each other. And we can't control, if we can't control what we think, we'll never be able to control what we do. Satan is the father of lies. And unless we know God's truth, unless we know God's word, we will never be able to know when we're being deceived. And so like when I find, like if I just think back like on those years, like if, if only I studied God's word so much so that when those things were said to me, I would have combated with God's truth. It's like, no, God, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in Christ. Like I don't, I don't believe what you say about me because I know what my God says about me. And so we should, we should constantly be found in God's word so much so that when we are told lies and when we are told negative thoughts that we actually just immediately combat it with God's, lie, with God's truth. And the enemy is constantly trying to pollute our minds with negative thoughts. And he won't only use himself. He'll use friends. 
He'll use teachers, people that you come across that um, give you, like, uh, they, they tell you a first impression of who you are. Um, sometimes family can say things. Um, and, and the dangerous thing is that our tongue is so powerful, and once something is said, it can never be unsaid. And that's why, I mean, God's word says that our, the, the words that we use can either bring death or life. And what are we choosing to do? Are we choosing to speak words of life or words of death over people? Have we allowed the thoughts of the enemy to creep into our minds so much so that we aren't even aware that they are lies? Like, we, we actually think it's a truth, like, oh, so I'll never amount to anything. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, that does kind of make sense because of the things that were said. And, you know, it's kind of linking up. But no, when we are so into God's word and when we are fixed on God's um, truth about us, we will be able to combat these lies. And God has a plan for our lives. He really does. And so does the enemy. And whoever we agree with is the plans we end up following. And so if we are constantly believing the things that are said to us, we are going to walk in the lies that the enemy has said to us. And if we believe God's truth, that's the, that's the path that we decide to take. And I love what Sue said, that God will never force us. It's actually up to us to realize what's the truth and what's the lie. What am I choosing to believe and what am I choosing to reject? Like, no, that is not who I am. And so tonight, I want to leave you with a practical tip that I believe if we get this right, we will honestly be well-equipped to win the war in our minds. And I'd love to read a scripture from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. And it says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. The word of God is alive and active. And I just want to go back to something that Sue shared as well. There's so many great nuggets. If you maybe found yourself, this is the first service that you're attending with um, the series that we started, go back to last week's message. Go hear it. It's going to link up and it will make sense. But I love what Sue said and just on, on the, the difference between God's truth and, and, and the enemy's lies. She, she gave an analogy that if you're walking in a field every day, there will be a path. So there'll be high grass and then there'll be a path that you walk constantly every day. And it's not something that you think about, it's just a path that you walk. And how our wires, how we rewire our brain and the thoughts that we think is actually taking a new direction. And it's actually thinking about the things that we think about and saying, um, okay, so I think a lot about my insecurities and, and, and who I think people think that I am, and maybe that's not the truth. And it's actually walking a new path, taking high grass, taking ground in a new area, in a new territory, and walking on it daily. And it doesn't mean that we're going to get it right on the first go. We will never get it right. We will absolutely fail every time. But if we are just reminded that we serve a God that will never leave us in the middle of it all, He's walking with us constantly. And so, it's all about taking ground. So thinking about the things that you think about and removing the lies that were never meant to be there in the first place and replacing it with God's truth. And so it's not enough that we just replace God's truth with 
um, who will replace the enemy's lies with God's truth. That's not enough. I believe that the first thing we should do is actually write out um, the lies that we've believed and replacing it with God's truth. So that's what Sue mentioned last week, and declaring God's truth that combats that lie. And then the second thing is that we need to actually think on it. We need to meditate on God's word so much so that we know who he says we are and, and not what the enemy and what people say that we are. That we meditate on God's word so much so that we no longer question it. And the third thing is that we actually confess it. We confess it. We declare God's truth over our lives daily. Not once a week. We do it daily until we're walking until, we've, until the new territory that we've taken ground in becomes a path that we can just walk so easily and that nothing can come and, um, and, and overtake the tr- God's truth until we no longer question it. And tonight, I want to share a declaration that I wrote um, that combats the enemy's lies with God's truth and who God says I am and not believing the lies of the enemy. And so I'd like to read it to you. And as I read it, and and as we have a moment where the worship team will come back up, I want you to think about the things that you have been thinking about and ask God for a focus. We're not going to get everything right on the first go, but ask God, God, what is the biggest lie that I have been thinking for so long and actually believing? And how can I replace that with your truth, with your scripture? And so I'd like to read mine, if you don't mind. And um, really, as you're going to this week, think about it. Um, This is not something that we are preaching about that's supposed to make us feel good. It's actually supposed to figure out where the the wires have been crossed and actually replacing it, rewiring it with God's truth. And so here it goes. I, Reza Uweneza Ribakari, believe that I am a child of God. I reject the lie that I am unloved or neglected. I believe that I am accepted, redeemed, and that God says I am worthy. I reject the lie that says I'm insignificant and that I don't matter. I believe that God has a plan and purpose for my life, and I've been chosen and appointed. I am the salt of the earth and the light. I'm the salt and light of the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I declare victory over my fears and anxiety. I have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Fear will have no foothold in my life, and I will walk in complete trust, knowing full well that, the, that my God works all things together for my good and His glory. I reject the lie that I am insecure or inadequate and I will never make it. I believe that because Jesus is enough, I am enough. I am confident in who God created me to be. I know that his power is made perfect in my weakness. I believe that I have been given a new mind and a new heart like Jesus. I am dead to my old self and sin and alive in Christ. His spirit lives in me and works through me. I believe that there's nothing that I have to do to earn or prove myself to God or anyone else. I will no longer be a slave to people's opinions of me. I believe the truth that I am free and redeemed. I can rest in God's presence knowing that he loves me and is proud of me. And... uh, 
And so often, I find myself like upset. It's like racist. Remember all those things that you've said to people. Remember all those hurtful words that you said, how you treated your teachers. And, 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 you, and I said to myself, and I'm like, God, like, I just wish I was so much into your word that I never believed a single word, a single lie that was said to me. And tonight I want to encourage you that you have a God that loves you and that is with you. And if you find yourself here tonight and you perhaps um, feel that you are so far from God that you just can't come back. You are so from, like, you've done so many terrible things. You've hurt people. I want to encourage you that that is a lie. God is where you left him. He is there. He's never left you. And those words that we're singing earlier, if he said it, we believe it. And no lie can ever replace God's truth. And so now I want to give you a moment to think about the things that you think about. Ask God to give you an area that you need to focus on for maybe the next month, maybe leading up to the new year. Focus on it. Replace it with God's truth and walk in that confidence and authority that God has given you to walk in. And so now we're going to go back into that song, um, See a Victory, and ask God to lay something on your heart that you should focus on for this next um, the next few weeks and replace and as we begin to rewire the, the thoughts that we think in our brain that we will take t- we'll take ground and walk in God's truth and no longer will the lies of the enemy bound us because that is not who God says that we are and so Father I thank you that you are God that never fails us. Those, the, words that we, the, the song that we sang earlier, you can do all things but fail us. You have never lost a battle, God, and you never plan on losing one. And so tonight, Father, we lay our burdens at your feet and, and we give over the lies that have been said to us and we ask you to replace that with, God, with your truth and who you say we are. And that our identity is found in you and not what people say that we are. And so I pray that the next few weeks, we begin to rewire our brain and the things that we think about. And I pray that we take ground, ground that will never be changed. I pray that our foundation in you will be so strong and firm that nothing can shake it, God. I thank you. I thank you, Father. We will see a victory. We will see a victory. And God will take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it for good. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take it all. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take, you take it all. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Every time you take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Come on, you take. You take 
Amazing worship team. You guys rocked. Everyone except the drummer. Alright. Awesome. If you wanna if you wanna partner with us in finding more about this 
person of Jesus who we're constantly speaking about. I mean, his name is was on the back wall. If you want to learn more about Jesus and why we're so passionate about him, um, please can you meet us in the back over there where it says connect after the service. We'd love to chat to you. Love to give you more information. Maybe lead you on a, on a with us on a course. Pray with you perhaps. But yeah, if you'd love to know more about Jesus, please meet us in the back. And if you're new to View Church, we'd like to meet with you as well in the Connect area and even give you a free hot beverage. Come on. We'd love to meet you, just have a conversation with you and welcome you to the View Church family. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's all from us and we hope to see you next, next week. week. And we'll see you in the cafe. I'm stepping out on your word. I'm stepping, 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 I'm stepping out on your word. I was at a loss until you found me. You gave me your hope and your love. I was running blind until you showed me that life could be this good. I want all my friends to know all about you. No matter what it takes, I'll never stop. Everything I am is for your glory. My life's forever yours. I found my love. Can't control it. Wow.
no one to advise you you probably do a better job running the world than i do i just thought i'd remind you i've been trying to find you it felt like satan working overtime times two they say if it doesn't kill you that refines you but i'm trying to live and that's bigger than survival it's been a long night it's been a long fight so just remind me now everything will be alright